0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris.
0: And I'm Danny Kavanagh. It's Thursday, the 5th of August.
1: In your Sport Today, Peter Bowl inspires a nation, Wallabies banned for drunken behaviour, Kyrios bows out and a very distracting sumo. This is your Sport Today. Danny, we start with the Olympics, and yesterday in Tokyo, Australia added to its medal tally with another gold and two bronze medals, but the big story was Aussie runner Peter Boll. Boll was born in Sudan, was a refugee in Egypt before moving to Australia when he was eight, and everyone last night was cheering him on to do well, and he didn't let anyone down, finishing fourth in the final of the men's 800 metres.
0: Yeah, what an effort by Bowles, Sam. Honestly, this story brings a smile to my face. He was right in the mix up until the last 200 when he ran out of gas and was overtaken, beaten by a pair of very quick Kenyans. Bowles received overwhelming support from his adopted country and it wasn't lost on him after the race. He said, I don't know if I was going to win, but I knew one thing for certain, that the whole of Australia was watching and that carried me on. So I love that part about it.
1: What a run it was by Bole. Earlier in the day, Sailors Matt Belcher and Will Ryan just had to finish the last race to win their gold medal in the men's 470 class. They didn't just finish it. They won the last race and they avenged their silver medal at the Rio Games. It's the last time the men will race that class in the Olympics. It's actually going to be a mixed event moving forward. And the medals didn't stop there, Danny.
0: Yeah, the Aussie women continued. That was Karina Lee, who won Australia's first medal in marathon swimming. So, congratulations to her. She won bronze in a gruelling race that came down to just the last few seconds and the men's team Pursuit won bronze in the velodrome. They came back from the nasty crash on Monday to beat New Zealand and take home another medal.
1: Yeah, that was a nasty crash. The guy's handlebars broke, if you remember, but uh, he didn't race, but the Aussies claimed the bronze there. It was good news for Jessica Hull and Lyndon Hall. They both qualified for the women's 1500 metre final with Hull setting a new Oceana record in the semifinal. But it was bad news for Genevieve Gregson. She fell in the last lap of the 3,000-meter steeplechase, having snapped her Achilles tendon. And, Danny, it was her birthday as well. Uh, She posted a pic on social media thanking all the support. Uh, It's in the episode notes for you to have a look. Unfortunately, yesterday marked the end of the road for the Opals at the Olympics. Australia's women's basketball team, they went down to the USA. Uh, They scrapped their way to get into the quarter's but were soundly beaten by the US and gold medal favourites, to 79-55.
0: Yeah, this one broke my heart and it sadly wasn't a close game. The US haven't lost at the Olympics in 29 years and you could see why. The starting five from the US were all former number one WNBA draft picks. Not even our star girls could beat that kind of class. The Opals might be out, but the Boomers are still in it. They face the US in the semifinals today at 2.15pm Eastern Standard Time. So. Make sure you're watching that one because the boomers have never won an Olympic medal. So this could be their year.
1: It's as good as any and I'm backing them in to cause the major upset there. The other big event today in Tokyo is the final of the men's hockey. The is up against Belgium from 8pm. For a full rundown of what's coming up today, check out the Tokyo Sprint. It's in your sport today feed waiting for you right now. Just on today's Boomers match, there's a few storylines to follow after the latest round of the NBA free agency. That's where players are picked up and traded ahead of next season. Aussie basketball fans will be keeping an eye on how Paddy Mills and USA coach Greg Popovich get on after the news that the Boomers captain would leave his NBA team, San Antonio, to join the Brooklyn Nets on a big deal.
0: Yeah, and a big congratulations to our man on that new contract. And I think it's because Popovich is a long-time San Antonio coach and Mills played there for 10 seasons and won an NBA title under Popovich. The pair are close, so I'm expecting something pretty emotional after the game. Mills is set to join the Nets on a two-year deal worth around $16 million. Oh, I'd like that. Where he will play alongside Kevin Durant, James Harden and Kyrie Irving. The Spurs will still have an Aussie connection with Boomers big man Jock Landau signing a two-year deal to move to Texas.
1: Yeah, this is huge news for Landau, who has never played in the NBA before, but he was on their radar after he was named the NBL Finals MVP last season for Melbourne United. It should be a big year for Aussies in the NBA. Josh Giddy was picked up by the Oklahoma City Thunder with the sixth pick in the NBA draft. Ben Simmons' future is also a big talking point in the States where about $2 billion was spent on the first day of free agency. $2 billion. It's also worth pointing out that Golden State superstar Steph Curry became the first player ever to sign two $200 million contracts. Let that sink in. His four-year deal is worth $215 million US. And when you break it down, he earns around $14,000 every minute he plays. I would like to be Steph Curry for one minute. Rugby fans will be pretty keen to watch the Wallabies run out for the first Bledisloe Test on Saturday night at Eden Park. But the Australians will be without winger Marika Korobiti, back rower Issa Nisarani and prop Pono Pharma after they carried on drinking after a team event last weekend.
0: Now, this is far from ideal preparation. These three players have been handed a one-match ban for breaking team curfew and drinking into the night. Wallaby's coach Dave Rennie said he was incredibly disappointed and that a big chunk of the group is pretty angry at those boys. It's going to make Australia's job of beating the All Blacks that much harder and they need all the help they Can get the Wallabies haven't won at Eden Park for a very long time.
1: Yeah, for a very long time, Danny. Uh, It was actually before I was born. It hasn't been a great week for Australian rugby. The men's rugby sevens team, along with the men's soccer team, it must be said, were involved in a drunken flight home from the Olympics. That incident is being investigated. So keep an ear out for the results of that. Today's trivia question, Danny. uh, When did Australia last win a test at Eden Park? We said it was a long time ago, before I was born the answer at the end of today's show and sticking with rugby but rugby league uh, and some breaking news just before this podcast comes out uh, the rugby league world cup that's set for later this year in the uk it's been postponed until next year remember australia and new zealand had pulled out citing player welfare concerns but uh, now it's been postponed to 2022 <laughs> Switching to tennis, where Nick Kyrgios was knocked out in straight sets from the Washington Open. Now, in the past, you'd expect to see some kind of reaction from Kyrgios, but we didn't see any of those trademark outbursts or any kind of emotion. In fact, uh, Kyrgios said some pretty telling comments after the match about his current approach to the game.
0: Yeah, I thought I would have seen a broken record or two, Sam, after his 6-4, 6-4 loss to American Mackenzie McDonald at the ATP City Open. But Curios was calm and later said he missed the days when he would carry on and get angry when things weren't going his way on court. He said, quote, now I'm losing and I'm actually happy for the other guy. Remember, he skipped the Olympics to play in Washington and it was only his fifth tournament of the year. And he says he hopes more time on court will help him rediscover his passion. I want that passion back too, Sam.
1: Yeah, we want to see that from Kyrgios. He spoke about mental issues that had taken him to a dark place and said it affected him during the loss in Washington. He'll get a chance to spend more time on the court when he teams up with Francis TFO in the men's doubles later today. For those who have been to Japan, it's quite a sight seeing the sumo wrestlers. Sumo is not an Olympic sport, but eagle-eyed fans will have spotted a sumo wrestler at the equestrian, and you know who else has spotted him? The horses, and some of them don't like what they've been saying.
0: No, apparently they don't. So it's not a real sumo wrestler, Sam. It's a statue at gate number 10 on the jumping course, and riders have said it may have spooked several horses. The sumo wrestler is facing the wrong way, so when riders peel around to gate 10, they see a rather large backside of the life-size statue. Team GB rider Harry Charles was quoted as saying, I did notice four or five horses really taking a spook to that. Sam, would you back sumo wrestling being at the next Olympics?
1: Uh, I'll tell you, if they're going to do it anywhere, it would have been in Tokyo, but uh, as long as they're not riding the horses, I think they should be fine. It really is quite the sight. And just so you know what we're talking about, there's a link to the pick in the episode notes waiting for you. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And what do you got, Danny?
0: For me, Sam, it's Canadian Andre de Grasse's 200-metre sprint. Now blink and you'll miss it because he ran it in just 19.62 seconds. He's gone one step up from his Rio silver medal where he and Usain Bolt famously shared a smile mid-course, claiming gold in Tokyo. And actually in the race, Sam, five men for the first time ran under 20 seconds. It was a good one.
1: They're getting faster. Hey, uh, the answer to today's trivia question, when was the last time Australia won a rugby test at Eden Park? It was 1986. They won 22-9 over the All Blacks. I was born in 1987, so just missed it. um, All right, that's it for today's episode of Sport Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you again tomorrow.